I'm Behumit. And I'm Jesse. Welcome to another episode of The Monologue. Following the blockbuster game trend, we are diving off the floating islands back down to Hyrule in Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. And although we are transitioning from summer to officially falls cooler weather, football and kids back in school. Thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. We have a very summery brew with Stone Brewing's Tangerine Express Hazy IPA. Okay, so first off, (laughs) let's just address the fact that coming out cold and going in, I mean, that was hot. And every once in a while, I realize how good your voice is. Like, I have, (laughs) it's like I get used to it because I talk to you all the time, you know, and I know your voice, you know. Yeah. Maybe maybe sometimes even as like, I'll hear you in my head with certain things, like I know what you're going to say when you're not, like, you know, like in everyday life. (laughs) Like, oh, I'm going to tell AJ about this later. I'm going to tell Jesse about this. And then. You know, I'll hear your voice going, that's stupid, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but then, like, I hear you do this intro, and I'm just like, you really do have, like, such a, like, a theatrical-type style. I mean, it's a good voice, man. It's a good, good, good voice. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> well, so, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, long-awaited. I actually just glanced at how long we've been waiting. So, Breath of the Wild was 2017. This yeah. was May of 23. Uh, for us, that's actually fairly good that we got to it by September. <laughs> like, you know, for us, we don't always hit stuff out of the gate and sometimes we do, but I think what you said is right. Blockbuster I mean, trend, big games lately. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, we have been rocking some games straight out of, out of the gate though. So we're, it is we're not stopping. Yeah, I know we are definitely not with the next we're one not. coming up. That is, uh, man, just keeping with this trend. Keeping them Dude. rolling, man. I need to take a whole week of vacation just to play the next game. <laughs> we talked about this. But yeah, let, let's crack these open because, All so like right. you said, this is a, definitely was more of a summer brew, which not that it's been like super cold out or nothing. It's not even, it's barely in the morning been hoodie weather. It's still fairly warm, but yeah. Yeah. this is definitely would have been good in like right in the middle of summer. Yeah. It probably would have been a little bit better about a month ago <laughs> Yeah, <that's laughs> when it was Satan's asshole up in here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When we had that heat advisory, it was like a mm-hmm. week. No, it was like 11 days of 100 plus weather or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like so bright, citrusy orange. Yeah, 6.7 ABV, by the way. And so I'm looking at this and thinking, is this a hazy? And it's a little bit of a haze. It's a little hazy. It's not necessarily <laughs> like super, super cloudy. But it is a little hazy, yeah? Yeah. Ooh, I do but smell the tangerine, though. Yeah, but it's got the color of a wheat almost. More yeah, so it does. Than, than it's like an unfiltered wheat. Yeah. yeah. I'm ta- I'm diving in before you start talking about this because I'm, I'm jonesing right now. All right. Not for this beer, either, for the game. So. <laughs> oh, man. That's very That's citrusy. W- yeah. And I like that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of lots of tangerine on that. Catch a little bit more of the peel, a little bit of bitter there, but yep. um, not not terrible. Definitely not terrible. Um, something to definitely keep digging in on. Hmm, I like that. Yeah, no, that's that's good. Actually, I need to get my little book out. Start kind of getting an idea of a score ready. So let's talk about this. We had, I say we loosely, I had an ongoing joke on this podcast for God knows how many episodes about trying to bring up Breath of the Wild. And it was because of my love for that game, which was way before we ever started doing this podcast deal. Yeah. Yeah. Way, way before. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I brought it up every chance I got. And I have to say, sir, just as a quick shotgun comment, this mm-hmm. did not disappoint. Yeah? Not at all. Not even a little. I mean, I'm I'm over the moon about this one, for sure. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So, I, I can definitely see why uh, you would feel that way. Um, I'm... I'm pretty impressed with the the game so far itself. Um, the story so far uh, has been pretty good. 
I haven't encountered anything that's been like super brutal just yet, but I don't think that I've really been pushing anything like terrible. Um, been kind of just sticking to like the story mode stuff. Um, just trying to get as much as I could uh, done like for this more than just doing what I normally would do, which is like fuck off into the middle of nowhere and try to unlock oh, all whole, of the map. <laughs> yeah. I did a whole <laughs> bunch of that, but I think yeah. this is the first time I've, I know for a fact I have more hours than you in this game. Oh yeah, definitely. Most I likely. Mean, I, I honestly think if I look, man, I might be at 35. Oh really? Yeah. I've what? played a shit ton compared to my normal gaming time. I, I'm probably not too terribly far behind that. I probably got a good, 20 hours in there oh right on yeah i i actually have a decent amount of time in on it um so yeah like i've got all the way up through um the first uh like the first little you, you have like a main story that you're going through and then like the first big quest that you come to um there's like four sections of it and i've done that first section that's kind of i think what we talked about it a little bit um the other day yes but- so you well okay so let's let's break this down. So this is back to the world that Breath of the Wild was set in, which is mm-hmm. not normal for Zelda to do. Yeah, and we'll and we'll dive more into that conversation too as, as we move forward. But so you go back to the storyline that picks takes off like right after Breath of the Wild ends. Pretty Immediately, much. yep, yeah, you're and back you're, in the castles exploring. Yep. Yeah, and you go exploring down below with Zelda, mm-hmm. and you find well. It's kind of actually almost like a horror scene because you f- see this like demon thing, like hunched, like bent backwards with this hand on it, holding it in place. Mm-hmm. And the little jewel falls off. And all of a sudden that Crypt Keeper dead looking demon thing's head just yanks over at you and has bright red eyes. And you're like, oh, Jesus, you know, like, <laughs> like oh, my God. And uh, and then shit just goes downhill real quick from there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, so I think, you know, initially what you're doing is you're just kind of exploring the, what the mists in the cave, because the, like, so after defeating, um, Ganon, like there's still like mists left all throughout Hyrule yeah. and, and specifically all underneath the castle there. Well, and I think and, Zelda finds, um, hieroglyphs right, that, that, that make it, her want to look more. Yeah, and so as you're exploring, as you're going through, I think what they end up calling the gloom, um, yes. the the red mist, right? Uh, as you as you end up exploring, going through more of the gloom starts to appear the further down you go, and and you run into those hieroglyphs. And I can't remember the name of the people now that they're off of, even though I should actually know that because it's it's pretty important to the story. Um, oh, who Raru is like that? Yeah, yeah, that. Oh, yeah. yeah, what what race are they? Because there's I don't remember what, now. Of course, we don't remember because we're recording. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> right, fine. but uh, yeah. So you she starts seeing all of that. Um, and this is this is maybe where I don't know some bit of the Zelda is everything kind of throws me off of it because it was like. Oh, she instantly knew what that was and was like, oh, like the foremost expert in, in it. Like, I remember you having that comment. Man. And, and an, <laughs> argument, an argument can be made of why. Because have you – so have you gotten – and I hate to jump ahead. Have you gotten any of the protectors with you yet? No, I have not. Okay. So, you know, I didn't go where you said was like the first area. So let's let's backtrack a little bit. Yeah. That – the jewel falls off. The demon looks at you. He goes crazy. Cut your arm off. Shit explodes everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you, you wake up and you have a now another uh, awakening chamber. And yeah. Yes. Yep. And you have a different arm. You didn't a save Zelda on the way down. <laughs> now this guy's talking to you about it and you're in the fucking sky, like a thousand, not a thousand miles. You're up like a mile straight up in the sky. Yeah. On these so floating what, islands. What you see in the cutscene, I think, uh, well, Link has been like incapacitated is that the castle Hyrule uh, has been lifted up into the sky and various portions of it are kind of strewn about the sky all over the land. Right. Yes. And well, and it's like, I mean, but so 
it's its own place though too. Like it didn't just come from the castle. There's it's like a mix. Like some shit's falling to the ground. Yep. There's like new shit up above. Uh, and they give you this is why I was gonna just kind of clearing up what you said about the four areas. So you actually have four temple type things. That's another tutorial mm-hmm. to get you off of there to teach you about your arm, some new abilities. Which so far I think the new abilities and the Zoni devices. And those yes. are a big deal too. So there's the devices and you can use your ultra hand ability that you get to connect them. Yeah. And you can, I don't know how much you've messed with those or how much you've unlocked on them. Mm-hmm. Dude, there are so many things you can make with that. And especially when you start getting like the device controllers. So you can put them on and actually guide and like control it like it's a car. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so I've like- built so much shit with like fans and you find fuel s- cells for them. Yeah. And uh, torpedo, like, um, little rocket engines yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, it's yeah. been a blast. So, like, one of the things, the uh, cool things that you find, uh, one of the first things that you find that you can actually, like, control around is, like, one of the glider wings that you can stand on top mm-hmm. of, and it'll have, like, a little joystick in the middle. Like, the first one you come across is just a glider wing that's flat, and you actually have to right. walk on it to get it so, to pitch and turn, and there's no know. joystick to go on it. And I think that's when you're up in the clouds, right? Yes, and I don't know if this helps you or not, but I did it. If you pull out the ultra hand ability and grab it while you're flying on it. Mm-hmm. It at least keeps you locked on it. Oh yeah. Cause I tried to steer it that way. And I was like, how do you steer these damn things? Because at first, okay, I'm going to be real honest. At first, the zoning devices, I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. Not like stupid as in like numb, but I was like, I'm going to be, be very blunt. I was a little intimidated. I was like, I don't want to learn. Like I'm probably going to have to use these for puzzles. <laughs> this is going to be a big deal, but they miraculously have been very, uh, open-minded about what you can do with them and how you can use them for fights, for getting out of stuff or solving puzzles. You don't necessarily have to, but the other ability I'm really enjoying is this fuse weapon thing. Yeah. So that's, I'm digging the shit out of that. So, so far what I've got is like four, what is it? Four main abilities. You've got the ultra hand, you've got fuse, you've got, uh, the ascension, ascension ability. And then, You've got the last one that I've got was the ability to reverse time mm-hmm. for yes. an object. Did you unlock the camera too? Which they that's when you open up your wheel. Which we didn't talk about who made this, but it's Nintendo EPD, which is it's just Nintendo. Nintendo, yeah, right. yeah. Well, yeah, they're never they better never let go of Zelda because if Xbox or Sony gets a hold of this game, they're in trouble. <laughs> like, <it'll, laughs> I would never play this on Switch again if they put it on a system that can have some processing power. Right, yeah. They play with the graphics, and they do a good job, and I'll give them that. For what they have to work with, I got to give them props. They make a very beautiful environment for what they have. Yeah. Um, There has been rumors that they're they're actually considering another Switch console that will be a little bit superior (laughs) to what this this one can do graphically, but I don't know if it'll ever be 4K. They have a competition with, like, the Steam Deck and stuff, man. Steam Deck, the ROG. Yeah, Asus ROG um, uh, has a, a, another platform as well. I mean, there's several different ones that are able to do quite a bit in a handheld device now. Well, I do have some stuff to get to. So I do want to get – I was just trying to catch up to where you said like the four area thing. So you do the four spots up there, and it's like a tutorial to teach you about these new Zonai devices, new abilities. And mm-hmm. all it is is to get you back down to Hyrule. Now yep. – when you get down to Hyrule and you find the first little, like, I don't know if you, it is a kind of a town, but it's kind of a shelter area. And they're discussing, they were looking for you and Zelda mm-hmm. and they find you, but now you're still on this quest to find Zelda. She, you see her from a distance or something, or she talks to you and there's like a dragon in the sky. There's all kinds of weird shit that happens. And she also, you, at the beginning, I forgot about this. You're carrying the master sword still, but it's decayed and broken. It broke on the demon King. Yes. Yep. She takes that shit from you. Sort of well, vanishes in, into light, yeah, right? You don't yeah. know where it goes. So here's yeah. where I'm gonna go, and I'm sorry, I'm probably gonna be all over the place because this game. I'm telling you, it, I've put a lot into it, and if you see my like inventory and my shit, I mean, I got a lot going on. Like, there's so <laughs> much to this game, but I'll get into what I like about that too. Because if you found like the sages' wills and the, you don't just find the deals that up, let you upgrade hearts or staminas. Now you find like these sages things. Mm-hmm. And I have to figure out what those are for. And you find the bubble stones from killing the bubble frogs in the caves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those. So those so go those, to a place, too. So those you turn into a particular character that you should run across at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he's looking to turn into one of those frogs, uh, essentially. He's looking to turn into not those frogs, but the, the creature that they turn into 
which is like the little rabbit that you can yes, hunt. Yes, and he's from for, Breath of the Wild. Correct, yeah. And you, if you hit him, he'll drop rupees, but in the, yes. he never led you to the caves like he does in this one. This one, he always leads you to a cave with a bubble frog. But Yep. So <clears throat> when I landed down there and then you get the quest to go to these four places might have something because the whole world's kind of screwed up from all this happening. Yeah. And it's not really focusing on Ganon at this point. It's really mm-hmm. focusing on this new antagonist, which is the Demon King, which is a little bit new to the Zelda world because usually it's almost always Ganon. Yeah. But let me get to this. So the four areas of an up, you went to the Goron place first, right? Yes, I did. I, I went to is Goron that, And you City. said you think that's where you're supposed to go, right? That's where it actually tells you to go in the like the quest log or like it, as it is explained, it says you should you should try checking out Goron City first up on, up by Doom Mountain or something like that, right? I'm wondering if that's why I had a little bit of trouble at first because I went exploring everywhere first, yeah, and tried to unlock a bunch of towers mm-hmm. and then just ended up at the Zora place and the, just beat the Water Temple. And I'm t- here's what I'm just trying to wrap back around to this. So this is what I was gonna say. I could argue a little bit on Zelda's behalf. Maybe some of her stuff's a little subconscious because when you you get some memories from different places, but one of the ones you get from the water temple when you get your first protector that helps you fight, mm-hmm. and he gets his little teardrop, which I'm starting to understand why it's called Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. He gets his little tear to give him powers, Sidon, and he passes it on to be like your protector and help you. Mm-hmm. You, you summon like a shadow version of him pretty much that gives you a really cool bubble ability that absorbs an in one hit for sure. And then if you attack while you have that bubble on, it does like a wave of water mm. when you beat the water temple, but there's, and I'm going to, I don't want to ruin this a little bit for you, but I'm going to ruin a little bit because we're the shitty spoiler podcast. <laughs> you get a flashback and Zelda, which now has short hair in this w- game, mm-hmm. you get a flashback of her. She is the, she is like there's six sages or something. And what you find out is she's the sixth one. She's the sage of time. So she has, so this war with this demon king was eons ago when Roru was king of Hyrule, not even the Highland people. So that makes sense because, so as you're going through the shrines, the two people that give you the spirit um, orbs mm-hmm. now are Roru and Zelda. They're no longer the the people, uh, oh, and I can't remember the name from um, from the Mika, the, 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 the yeah, the yeah, from the Mika slate. It was those people. Yeah, those people. Yep. Um, man, that sounds like we're not saying that correctly at all. We Shika. don't know our shit. Yeah, the there Shika, you go. The, yeah, because yeah. I have the the Shika slate. Uh, there it the is. Shrine. Shika. Yeah, yes, the Shika people. You have that as your ringtone thing. Is my love it. text message? Yeah, still. So. I did that recently, and I, like I said, I have just done massive amounts of exploring and just tried to find ways. And, and I mean, I've wasted tons of supplies of just different Zonai devices to beat bosses I probably shouldn't be fighting so far. I mean, like like mm. I said, now I've, because I've explored so much and done so many shrines, I have, I think, 10 heart. I have 10 hearts and two stamina so far unlocked. Oh, and, I yeah. think I have enough, and I think I have enough to turn in again. I'm going to go stamina probably this time, but for a third one. But yeah, I mean, I, I, there's a lot of stuff I like those sages wheels. You find those up in the clouds and we kind of talked about this the other day a little bit and I understand where you would come from, but this game originally was supposed to be an expansion. Yes. And at this first, was not like supposed to be a standalone at all. Right. And it really doesn't feel like it's worth being oh, a standalone I, game. I disagree now because I see how big this gets from the cave below. You've been down there, right? No, I don't. What do you mean? The cave below? There's a whole map the size of the world beneath ground. Oh, okay. So just like there's one above. Sure. You have the sky maps that you unlock when you go in the towers. You go down below. Uh-huh. And these routes to this shit is like how you go back up. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a, it's a cave of gloom and darkness. And it's when you find the old maps up on top the sky, on top the in the sky and like different mm-hmm. chests, mm-hmm. you'll just find it. It'll just say old map. They unlock to in those caverns and it, I say caverns, but it's just one massive cavern. It's the, excuse me. It's literally, it's its own map. It's, it's just like the sky map. It unlocks where you can go down or up in the map. Hmm. You know, when you open the map thing and you can click up to the sky map. Yeah. When you unlock the cavern thing, you can click down and go to the cavern and it's literally just the entire size of the map. What it looks like anyway. And it's all, it's all underground. Hmm. Now I got another question for you. Have you ran into the eyeball hands of gloom that chase you around and uh, no. Okay. So they're randomly all over the place. I've seen them in a cave before and I've seen them by like the gloom shit. That's all over the map. Some places. Yeah. They'll chase you down and they're like, they're like a, 
It almost looks like a puddle of gloom with uh-huh. like five hands coming out of it. And the hands have an eyeball in the middle, like Sauron shit or something. At least that's how I'm picturing it in my head. And they chase you around. If they grab you, grab you, they put gloom on your hearts and they'll eat your hearts away where you can't heal them until you get right. food. Right. Right. Okay. Well, here's what's crazy. So one time I've been avoiding these things because they're, they're fucking insanely hard. And if you, they're kind of like a Hydra in the fact that if you don't kill them sequentially quick enough or all like, they don't all go down at the same time, they respond to full health. Mm. So if you leave one, if you kill like one at a time before you can get them all down, if it's not quick enough, they'll keep respawning. Yeah. So I blew a bunch of Zonai devices like time bombs and bomb flowers that you can attach to your arrows, which is super cool, by the way. I blew through so many materials and food and beat this thing. Here's what I found out. If you beat these, it spawns Shadow Ganon. Yes, and it's a boss fight. And all of a sudden, you've just blew all these this shit to beat these stupid hand things and next thing you know you're now you're in a fight with a real motherfucker like he <laughs> like and he just got me and i was like okay so this isn't huh. supposed to happen for me yet yeah i didn't try again after that i, I mean i died <laughs> five times just trying to beat the damn hand things yeah yeah and i was like okay like i'm not huh then when, no when I, I, haven't, I got i haven't even run into those things yet oh uh, yeah i did and huh. have you seen the big dragon on the hill uh, I'm no. talking not the one in the sky. Yeah, I've seen there's the big th- one in the sky, not one on a hill. Yeah, there's a three-headed one on fire if you go north, east, but not as to the Zorro. So like in between the Zorro and the center. So like north with a shade of east and straight up. Yeah, you there was a tower up there, and you can see from this big mountaintop because I was just like exploring everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you look and you can see it. There's a castle and on the backside of the castle, there's a platform and he's facing the castle with his back to you on the cliff or on mm-hmm. this like balcony thing. Mm-hmm. First off, he's huge, like five school buses huge. Um, and I was like, I'll go fuck with this guy. Found yeah. out instantly. I can't do that either. So <laughs> got out of there. But he's just like, you can see him. You can see him from like super far away because he's so big. Huh. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, that's all I've, I'm, I've played a lot of this game so far for my, for what I do for most games. Yeah. Well, okay, well, like I took a day off for Starfield, right? Yeah. I smoked a brisket and played Zelda the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to have to take another day off for Starfield. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like I've just been chewing the fat here. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm very impressed with this game so far. And I did think, I did see, understand what... You, what why it would seem like an expansion at first, but now I think this game feels three times bigger than the first one. Now that it's I've not, messed with it more. It's not that it doesn't feel bigger and it's not that it isn't like a different, I mean, it's not that it's not enough content to be another game. The The fact is that really, I don't know that there's enough content to make it be its own game, right? Like all of the mechanics are still essentially the same throughout the game. They really haven't introduced a whole lot of new. That's where that comment comes from. Is like you still have the same ability. Now it's just tied to your hand, and they're they're slightly shifted away from being like bound to what like the bomb creations, magnetism, things like that. You have this ultra hand ability, which is kind of like like the end all be all of. It's like a crafting like, hand. Yeah, it's like a crafting hand, but you can like pick shit up and you can move it all around. So it's like, what do you need magnetism for? Because you've got ultra hand, it can do whatever the fuck you want it to do. Yeah. You have um the you have essentially the same thing with time stop uh or time reversal one as you had with a time stop before, where you could like charge shit up, but it's a little bit different in concept. The ascension one's kind of brand new altogether. And then the same thing with like the fusion. But realistically it's still a similar concept. There's not like a whole yeah. lot of new, new there. Yeah. Um, what I but do. Could you, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say what I do like about it is like the fact that they decided to expand how you handle food and crafting food, stuff like that. Like once you do it, they kind of give you the recipe for it. Like, but you still have to figure it out first and then, but it's, it's no longer figure it out and then, have to write that shit down and yeah. hopefully you remember it or go look There's it up or something. So shit, many you know? combinations. And I still maybe you know. So I haven't figured out how to make I'm I'm good at making food 
combinations, but I have not mastered monster parts into like elixirs very well. Yeah. I fail at that. I don't really, I've almost to the point got to where I'm like going to look it up because I have all this stuff that's like, well, you find you kill those like, have you killed any of those cave worm things that shoot like stuff at you and they drop like like stones? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The like yeah, well, like stones, yeah. There's different versions of those and they all say they're good for elixirs, but uh-huh. I don't know what the fuck they do. I haven't even tried using one because I don't have a clue. Yeah, I don't. And that's a lot of this game is like just, you know, fucking around. But, right. dude, one of my favorite things right now is the the fusing stuff weapons. I'm telling you, when I, that, like, so I beat this this stone golem. I told you about this, and it dropped a stone heart. It looked like a gravel, big piece of gravel shaped like a heart with, like, black stones in it. Yeah. Dude, I equipped that. I, like, fused that to a thing, and that's, like, my new, like, rock. That's, like, that's what I use to kill other golems because, you know, they don't like... You have to have something to hit the, like, breaking ore shit, you know? Right. Yeah. Huh. And I I haven't expanded... Have you expanded your battery for your... So the Zonai devices take energy. Right. But not stamina. And yeah. you get that energy from Zonai charges. Yes. And you can... You have, like, a little battery meter that shows, but you can expand that battery meter. Did you know that? Yeah, I did know that because I ran across, like, the little refinery section where you could buy more of the Zonai charges and stuff like that or whatever. Um, or you could refine more of the ore or whatever it is. Um, to, you have to, to have 100. You refine them into – I can't remember the name of them – to this other deal. And you have to have 100 of those to expand. Yeah. So I think I've got, like, 100 now. So probably could make my way back there to go um, expand it. I just haven't. You know, I've been kind of focused on trying to move forward. Um, sure. So I haven't gone back to, to do any of that stuff yet. But, yeah, I mean, I think I could do that now at this point. Um, realistically, I think the biggest problem right now has been, like, uh, rupees, having enough money. Like, I just can't seem to ever have enough. And well, going up in Goron, you have to have uh, suitable armor. And it costs like 700 rupees just to purchase it. So okay. that or you're making elixirs. And I, I didn't have enough stuff to. <laughs> I grind a shit ton of mats all the time. Like that's like I just get caught up in just like searching for food mats and stuff. Yeah. And so I've I've actually done okay on rupees. But it, I know what you're saying. So like what I run into is arrow shortage. Yep. Yeah. That's, Man, that's been uncommon too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like compared I'm always, to the last one. Dude, I like fly around to go buy arrows, like where I, I know places yep. that have the shops, but that's you, my rupees get wrapped up in arrows because I just mean you go through so many fucking arrows on this game, but it depends on how you use the, I find a lot of gemstones. And so I sold a few, but mm-hmm. you gotta be careful with that because some of them, I don't, have you attached one to a weapon yet? I have not tried attaching one. I see that they're good for attaching it a lot of times, but I have not actually they, tried it. So they give a magic ability. So when you go to, I'm going to give you a little tip, heads up. Okay. Uh-huh. When that, when you go to the Zora people, they're dealing with this muck everywhere. And it was my, it was, I was what I would probably call my first like real boss fight just because it was the end boss for like the water temple. Uh-huh. And it's this muck terrain, muck guy who looks like an octopus thing, which makes sense. Cause like, you know, they spit ink or whatever but he makes a like a sludge shark and rides on it at you but how you deal with the sludge because if you get in it it slows you it doesn't hurt you mm-hmm. but it slows you if you walk into the sludge yeah and you'll see it all over when you go up to the zora place because that's like the problem they're dealing with king dorafin is like gone no one can find him because he fought a sludge monster and it could be the same one i don't know or a different one because you do fight another one before that with Sidon. but his son can't find him nobody can find him uh-huh. He's hidden in a waterfall trying to recover because he's got this like corrupt sludge shit on him. Yeah. It doesn't hurt you, but one easy thing is the, I think it's the opal. You would think it would be sapphire because it's blue, but it's not. I think it's the opal. If you if you go to your inventory and click on hold, drop it on the ground and fuse that to a weapon, uh-huh. when you swing it, it throws water bubbles out, like a big uh-huh. bubble. Mm-hmm. It'll clear all that sludge. Huh. So you can okay. just run around just clearing the path. You can throw okay. splash fruit on it too. Or, this, is what I'm yeah. saying. this is what I really have a lot of respect for this game is because you have, there is no one direct path for how you want to solve these fucking problems. And I really like that even more so than breath of the wild. Like you can really just decide, like, do I want to do this with like materials? Cause like I said, you dude, you could attach splash fruit to arrows and shoot them all day long. Right. Which they're easy to find the, not yep. the arrows, but the splash fruit, the splash fruit. Or, yeah. Or you can pull out a zona device. That's a hydrant. Use Ultra Hand to hold it and just run around, fucking hydrate you know, with the hydrant running, just fucking cleaning everything. 
but or you can use that freaking opal attached to a weapon and swing it and just fucking blast it with water. That's what I'm saying. It's hmm. I don't know, man. I've had weirdly a lot of fun on this game. It's yeah. which we all know how much. Like I said, I think I was the guy that had a 30 episode long running inside joke about <laughs> Zelda Breath of the Wild. So, I mean, it only makes sense. I would love this game so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely not been a bad game. Um, it just doesn't feel like a separate game from the first one. That's the only thing I would say is it really no. just feels like more of the first. Yeah, it, it does. And I, I thought that that was going to actually, I guess I didn't really have a thought about it at first. But I could see the argument made for that. But for whatever reason, I feel like it's enough of the old that was good yeah. and enough of the new. And I do like I do like that there seems to be maybe more storyline in this one almost. Because um, I've had a lot more like run-ins with people and more flashbacks and more like storyline oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. I feel like, I feel like you're going to get more answers about Zelda and Link in this one, which would make sense if they're going to wrap this up. Cause we talked about that too on the phone the other day that yeah. they're not, they're not coming back to this storyline again, which is that's honestly, that's what makes Zelda Zelda though, is that they re uh, recreate themselves all the time. Right. Yeah. You know? So that is one thing that's very interesting about this is they've already said there will be no DLC. There will be no expansion. There will be nothing for this game. This is it. This is all you're getting. Yeah, we're um, gonna move on. They, yeah, this is this is it. Well, it's one and done now. You're, yeah. you're done. So <laughs> it's you. Uh, you say that with a weird sparkle in your eye that it makes you happy to like tell people like this is all you're getting. I mean, it's, yeah, like you're uh, like, like you just want to smash people's dreams right now. Uh, you no. look like you're excited to eat their dreams. No yeah, more. Just, Last one. Deal with it. Uh, just that it's very interesting that they chose to go through that path, right? Like. That, that doesn't seem like the way that most game companies are choosing to go right now, even even with the pressure and success that the game has had. Yeah, right. So that's – I got to give them props. Right. Like they're because, just choosing this route. Yeah, they're, they're choosing not to cash in, you know, on the cash cow that's like, well, we'll just pump out another one. Everybody loves it. Yeah. You know, instead they're like, yeah, no, we, that's not really our thing. We love the – they keep a couple things – you know, unanimous through them. And that's what Zelda Ganon link. Mm -hmm. And then some of the races, you know, Zora has been in all of them a lot. You know, I think I don't know that cause I've not played all of them, but I think it's been in a lot of them. Yeah. Some of them that have, it's the, the, the redo redo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't remember those from the other games, but, or I mean, there's a couple of things I don't remember from the other games, but that's what I'm saying. They keep some of the main characters and that is it. And high and it's high rule. I mean, it's always right. been high rule. It's always yeah. yeah. But I'm not. Uh, you think I would be more upset about that notion that this might this not might this is like the last one of this kind of world. Uh -huh. But like I said, I give them props for they're like yeah nope time to recreate ourselves. We're not going to stick to just this. Because yeah, there's gonna there'd be an outcry for it. I'm sure like people would want to play another version of this. I mean, it'll be interesting because, man, like the one real. The one Zelda game that has really kind of pulled me in was this one, just because it was more of an open world RPG game. Um, you know, will they ever really get back to doing something like this? Not necessarily this world, but this style, you know, that yeah. is something that I'm more interested in to see what they do in the future or if so, they're going to completely shift back to stuff that they've done in the past. As a kid, they were fun, and I think, and it was you had inventory, and you had you had the heart canisters. I mean, that's similar. You know, they've kept those things around. Yeah. But if they go back enough to where it's really action adventure and really pull away from, I mean, I don't even care if they. I think there's always been some element of puzzle solving. Yeah, there like, is. Yeah. But you know, if they if they really get back out of this free form RPG style and go back to more action adventure, it kind of it kind of reminds me of like a game like Spyro or Crash Bandicoot, but you add mm. a few, you add like a tinge of RPG element. Whereas this game's like way, you know, amp that up to a 12. Right. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's why I think we liked it so much. Right. We're, yeah. It's we like almost the RPG RPGs. first. Yeah. yeah. Free non-linear uh, mm. open world, you know, crafting food recipes and different armors. And you didn't have this, the old Zelda, you didn't, you had, you might have switched armor a couple times, but it wasn't like this. 
Yeah, I know. You picked a couple, you like your shield, you would upgrade, your sword, you would upgrade, bow, you would upgrade, things like that. You would get different arrows, maybe. Yeah, I mean, um, I remember tunics. But, I remember having like a red tunic and the green yeah. tunic, but they didn't have like this, where no, my no. guy on Breath of the Wild looked like a barbarian. I mean, he had all <laughs> full barbarian clothing with all increased attack power on it. I mean, you can't, that's yeah. not like traditional Zelda games at all. Yeah. And, you know, and yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see. I guess we definitely will see coming up, like what what they choose to do next. Yeah, I mean, I'll be curious. And I, so so I, I mean, it's kind of funny. You went such a different direction than me that I I'm curious what the Goron place is like because I haven't went up that way yet. And I was well, after I mean, you told me that that was like the place you were probably supposed to go first. Mm-hmm. I went, man. I wonder. I kind of wondered if it was. That's why I was struggling with some of the stuff to beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, for for a while is just man. I don't have like the armor and stuff. You know. I, oh, I do have a question for you. Have you found any of the the fairy waterfall places yet? The that you enhance mean like, your armor? No, I have not. Yeah, me no. either. <laughs> no, the great yeah. fairies. That's what the great called. fairies. Yeah, the, I have not found the the big bitches that hug you and <laughs> <laughs> they're like obsessed with you. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah, like go down and molest you underneath water and dude, come back with some magic armor. They're like the Amazonian <laughs> women of like ancient lore, but like revved up to a fucking twelve. You know what yeah. I mean? They're like yeah. they're like they're they're giants. Yeah. They live in a in a one single little hole puddle thing, like a like a mud skip or something, whatever they call those things. Mm-hmm. You know, and they just pop out and then they they take care of you. You know, and what's weird is I've also had a lot more trouble finding regular fairies on this game. Yeah. I When, like, you come across them, they are a Hard bitch. as shit to catch. Yes. You got to glide on top of them bitches and get them. Yeah. Yeah. They they are very hard to catch now. So, Dude, it's, um, it's kind of frustrating. I've got a couple, but, like. I've seen more of to- those rabbit things this time, this go around, than. They were like what I can't remember what they are called exactly, but I've seen more of those things, the the rupee rabbits or whatever. Yeah. Um, but but the fairies are very few and far between. Dude, I've only had I mean, honest to God, I bet I've had four. Maybe. Yeah, I bet about four. But you used to be able to cut grass with yeah. your blade. Yeah. And I would I would do that constantly because of the crickets and the uh-huh. the, the, the lizards. Yep. But also every once in a while you'd find a fairy. Now right. I've not found a single fairy from cutting grass down. Yeah. Huh. So I don't even know that it's possible. Yeah, I don't know. They're probably just in special designated areas now. Like I know, I like I said, I've only randomly run across like maybe one or two. Have you fought? So I asked you about the hand thing. Have you fought any of the golem-looking block things that have like one main block that's like its control center, and it like looks like a it looks like a Minecraft robot. It's, Do they have like little dudes on top of them that shoot arrows at you? No. no. Okay. So there's no, that's one the regular rock golems there. Well, they have, like, is, those look like something from Lord of the Rings. The ones you're talking about, they have like shelf shoulder things. They come up out of the ground. No, and then no, that's not what I'm talking about. There is one dude that's got like an entire platform with like three or four Bobokins. On okay. Them. You're going to come across another one of those that you think's just a normal fort thing that they're on, and it uh-huh. comes up out of the ground. Yeah. Because I've seen them walking around like that, yes. and then other ones are buried, and you don't find out that they're a golem till you get up close to fight the Bobakins, and you're like, man, that's where the Bobakins are like coming down to get me. Yeah. No, because they're on a dude coming going to come out of the ground. That's the thing I got that heart piece from that I fused uh, to a weapon. Uh-huh. And it's literally called like a Holophus heart stone or something. So in the sky, you'll come across, and they'll it'll pop up a boss bar, uh-huh. Uh-huh. like it's a boss, but it's a yep. construct deal, and it okay. literally looks like a Minecraft creature of blocks, uh-huh. and it has one green block deal that controls the whole thing. Uh-huh. If you can get to it, just like how like the one the other one that you're talking about with the bobkin on it has like a heart almost or like a a thing that you're trying to hit that does more damage, like a crystal uh-huh. sticking out of it, right? That's like a weak spot. Yeah. This thing kind of has that, but I would call it like the control center. If you get a hold of that thing with Ultra Hand, you like shake it loose like you would to detach Zonai devices that are connected. Uh-huh. It pulls the whole thing apart and crumbles to the ground and then gives you a chance to run up a beat on it and do okay. extra damage before <laughs> it like reforms. Yeah. For huh. just a tip on how to fight those damn things. Okay. Cool. Yeah, because they're not, you can't get up on them like the other one's very easy and they're a lot harder to fight. There's actually like, 
once they go to it, they go to a form that's a platform. Once you get their health down to like below 75 or below 60%, mm-hmm. they turn into a large platform that's so high you can't ascend up into it. Yeah. And nor can you see its control center. And it'll just randomly, th- it'll do five blocks at a time and throw them at you. And you have no way to do damage on it to get it to the next phase. Uh-huh. So what I did was I shot a bomb. I shot an arrow up there with a time bomb on it and got lucky that it stayed up there. And when it blew up, it dropped the whole platform dropped low enough. I could ascend into it. Yeah. So I, as it was dropping, I ran underneath it, ascended, got on top and then beat the shit out of its control center. <laughs> it was not an easy fight to figure that out. By the way, I wasted a lot of shit trying to take that stupid thing down. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, those are some of the ones you run into too. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I could talk about this game a lot, but if, if you got anything else, man, I, I, like I said, I'm pretty impressed with it. Yeah, like I said, man, it's uh, it's been a pretty good game so far. I definitely need to put some more time into it. I know that this has probably not been just because of, like, I finally actually got to take a vacation. <laughs> a <laughs> well-deserved <laughs> vacation. <laughs> not been uh, the time where I've actually spent a whole lot of time playing games or anything. So, um, But, yeah, so far, like I said, it's been a good game. It just has been kind of... Um, feeling like it was just really meant to be just a, a, a an add-on to the last one. It's just kind of weird. Like, it, it doesn't feel like it's a separate game yet. So I'm kind of curious to see how it evolves. Yeah, and I could, I'm, you know, I was, I was, um, I did not think it would grab me as much as it did. And yeah. I'm probably a different case. I mean, this probably does have, I mean, whatever, for whatever reason, I am really attached to these games. Mm-hmm. Um and dude, and I've not played on my TV. I've just played on my computer monitor. Oh yeah. So yeah. So when I put that TV out front, the HDMI cable for the switch got messed up for the dock. Uh-huh. And instead of trying to like take time to get someone to help me get the TV off the wall, because it's like, it's with the entertainment center, it's, and it's a 75 inch TV. So it's like hard to get underneath it. And I'm afraid I'm going to break something. So like, I don't want to move all that shit out of the way to try to like hoist it out of there. Yeah. And it's one of those crappy TV mounts that gives you like no free room behind it. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I just got it unplugged and I just, I didn't even use the HDMI cable from that because I couldn't, it was like messed up. I was like, I just got a new HDMI cable, hooked it up to my TV monitor or my computer monitor. And that's, I just come <laughs> back here and play. I put yeah. Expanse on, prep it for Starfield. <laughs> I put it on in the background and I literally just fucking play Zelda back here, man. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, it's been so good. I get yeah. like a Coke Zero, you know, and just like veg out. It's been. Like I said, man, you know me. I haven't put a lot of time on video games. This is probably the most I've put on a game in a long time. It's awesome, man. So I am probably a special case to this. There is a soft spot in my heart for this game. I don't, I don't think you're a special case, man, because like I said, I, I know other people that have played this, and uh, they are very much in the same camp. Um, you know, so, yeah, I, I don't think it's just you. It just, um, you know. I didn't get, I didn't put as much time into this one. Uh, so it may be part of the reason why it's not grabbing me nearly as much. Not that it's, like I said, I don't think it's a bad game by any means. Uh, yeah. So. Well, is there anything you want to go over? Um, anything else you want to add on to the game? Anything you, any, any situations you've ran into have kind of brought some stuff up that I've ran into randomly. Cause I feel like this game does have, I mean, there was people still finding Easter eggs on, Breath of the Wild up until like last year. I mean, um, I, you know, I haven't run into anything yet. I'm kind of curious because you haven't made it to Goron City, but I, I'm, I guess I'm curious, like how it how it was in Zora, like with the Zora people. So in Goron City, um, there's an incident that you run into the the quote unquote blonde lady. It's Zelda. At least you get to see that from afar, that it's Zelda there. And she's like almost semi-corrupting the Goron people. Um, yeah. So real quick, I'm glad you, you brought that up because it's such a small nod that I kind of forgot about it. Dorfin or Sidon in Zora do mention. Oh, yeah. I think Dorfin mentions that's why they're hiding in the waterfall. They don't want to tell people. Zelda unleashed that sludge monster on Dorothan. Yeah. And that's the only thing that gets said about it. It's never talked about again. So, 
So, okay. So here's like a, another spoiler for your side. So like uh, when, when you go to Goron City, when you get there, all of the Gorons, the, the Goron people are um, being, <clears throat> they're, they're just lazy and they're acting weird. Um, you get there and they're eating these marbled roast, uh, rock roasts. Um, the, all of them are just obsessed with this. Um, new food that they've come across. And there's only one person that can supply it. Um, and it's the new, um, the new uh, leader of, the, and I can't remember his name now, uh, of the, like the, the corporate guy who's running like the, 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 the rock breaking, like that's because that's what Goron people do, right? Like they, right. they just bust rocks and shit. Uh, they're like, a, they're like a sidestep of dwarfs. Sort of, yeah, they are. Yeah, they live in mountains and mine shit and yeah. rocks, yeah. And so they they like to eat rocks or certain types of rocks. And for this one, they they have this marbled rock roast that they're all eating, and it looks like it, you know, a roasted rock, marbled rock roast. And it, they're all every one of them that's eating this, their eyes have turned this red color, and they're all just kind of like sitting there, mindlessly obsessed with eating this rock roast. And they're going so far as to like try to find other ways to make money to buy this almost like it's a drug. Oh yeah. Okay. And so um, what you find out later is that the person that uh, introduced everybody to the rock roast was Zelda and that the person that the only person that can get those rock roasts is the leader of this new company. He's the only one strong enough to break the rock to get the, to make the rock roasts. And she gave him the mask that, manipulates him into going and doing this for them huh and so yeah like you end up with a little mini boss fight against him to to get the mask off of him and stuff and oh that's crazy that's yeah yeah, so it's like all revolving around zelda's going around and doing this stuff that's kind of corrupting people interesting it's interesting yeah i would like to explore the caverns more too because you go down there's a side quest you get from the main place so you could have done this too so when you go to them, you could do the tutorial and you drop down and you go to the nearest little shelter area, right? And you find, what is it? Mifa, not Mifa. Who is it? It's, it's not Impa either, but it's like the girl that grew, that never aged. And now she's aged a little bit or whatever. She's like the uh-huh. engineer, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, when you go find her and her, one of her assistants or one of the people working in that little like shelter town area, as you go look and explore the caverns, they've had teams down there looking for Zelda. And they send you down there to meet him, and you dive down in the fucking cavern, and it's dark, so you got to take, like, bright bloom flowers with you yep. and throw them to have light. Yeah. Well, that whole place is huge, and everything down there is corrupted when you fight it, and it'll corrupt your hearts, like what those hands do, kind of. Yeah. Um. So I'd really like to spend, now that I have, all, I have, like, nine old map locations down there, and all it does is put an X on the map, and I, once you have it where it unlocks those... Uh-huh. Anytime you find them, it just instantly unlocks. And it'll, I mean, when you find one, it'll just bring up your map and it'll be the cavern area and it'll just draw an X. I have like nine of those I've not even went to because I've not, I've spent more time in the sky mm-hmm. than I have below. I mean, yeah. I've just, I've, anytime I unlock a tower, yeah. I do my damnedest to beat anything I can in the sky before I go back down. Yeah. I just assume I'm not going to go back up there, you know, like I don't want to, it's one of those like completion type things, except for I'm trying to complete things in an efficient way where I don't forget something. Yeah. So anytime I unlock a new area, I've missed tons of shit up probably on the ground level, let alone the cavern area, because uh-huh. I'm just so worried about not going back up to the sky. So I, <laughs> I just stay up there trying to solve this shit before I go back down because every sky place has a temple. As yeah. a shrine, you know? Yeah. And some of them, they all take like a green, have you done that? They take like a green crystal to unlock them and you have to get it back to it somehow to unlock the temple or the uh-uh. shrine. No, I haven't done the ones in the sky yet. Other oh, than the that's starting why. Place. Yeah. Yeah. So when you, anytime you go to the sky, I think there might've been one that wasn't all the other ones to unlock the shrine itself to get inside. Uh-huh. You have to get a green crystal from another Island and get it. You have to use your mechanics, however they are yeah. to get it to that Island and you take it to the front step of where the shrine would be at, and then it unlocks the shrine. Mm. Kind of like the Koroks that want to meet their partner, and you got to find yeah. ways to get yeah, to you the gotta, You got to take the like lazy-ass one. Yeah. Yes, it's always yes. one that's like, I'm just too tired. <laughs> I can't move. Well, yeah, fuck carrying, you, bitch. Get up and right. walk. You're carrying a Volkswagen of shit on your back. No wonder. But I do like that they give you two Korok seeds on those ones, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
they both chip in for your, you know, due diligence. But yeah. Well, no, man, I'm ready to talk about this beer. Um, yeah. And I'm going to be pretty lazy about it because it's Stone Brewing and we've done Stone before, which I didn't realize how good this would be for this episode, not just like the Demon King thing, but we've read the Gargoyle comment before, which is like their flagship uh, art icon, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll read it a little bit again just because I think it makes sense. So uh, we're fighting the Demon King and we're trying to get this gloom off of our out of our <laughs> body, by the way. We didn't really talk about that, but every time you get... You know, one of those deals Spirit out of orbs. a shrine. Yeah. yeah, it absorbs some of the gloom out of your arm because you've absorbed it or whatever. Yep. Uh, the gargoyle, uh, historically known as protectors against evil spirits since the beginning. Our stone gargoyle has represented our ceaseless quest to create the most awesome beers imaginable. Think of the gargoyle as a big friend that's got your back. Even vigilant, ever watchful, and ever your humble servant. So... I think that kind of ties in way more than I expected it to. I really just wanted to try this beer is really why this got paired. And it was a summertime idea at the time because this game came out in May. Yeah. But we're busy as shit and we have lives. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> uh, and kids and, you know, all that good stuff. But I'll read a few things. This is all from Stone Brewing's website. And I, I won't go into reading this part, but I did talk. I will talk about it a little bit earlier. This beer was crafted for like a an event. And then I think... And I don't know that it says it, but I think they liked it enough. They made it a th- like a seasonal or a beer that they put out. Oh, yeah? Cause yeah, yeah. Because there's like a little comment more about Stone Tanger and Express Easy IPA on their site. And it was like made, I want to say 2016, maybe. Yeah. Sa- yeah. Philadelphia, South New Jersey area to come up with this original beer for the 2016 Craft Brewers Conference in Philadelphia. And they landed on this one, which I thought was pretty solid. Um, yeah, definitely. Aroma, bright, fresh fruit aromas of pineapple and tangerine combined with citrus and tropical aromas from the hops. Overall, I'll read that. Working with fruit can be amazing, and so using amazing quality fruit is key to achieving the, that wonderful freshness. The high-end pureed fruit selected here blends exceptionally well with the aroma and flavors from the hops, creating a multi-layered IPA that also has fresh, hoppy dankness that superbly rounds out this beer. I had to just emphasize that word. Dankness. I, dankness. I think I... So... Uh, on one of on my trip to Texas, I think I brought you back a pretty dank IPA as well. Okay. Just let you know that. Man, I like them. I like the all the dank <laughs> I can get. That's gonna be the new uh, what do they call that buzzword? It's gonna be the new buzzword. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It, remember, it's like that. It's a banger. Uh, yeah. This I, is so dank. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm far too old to be using buzzwords, sir. Buzzwords. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Well, um, I try to be the the podcast's douchebag when I can. So, <laughs> um, anyway, man. So let's let's knock this out. I'm gonna let you shoot your score first. Shoot your shot on uh, this Tears of the Kingdom Zelda. All right. So yeah, like I said, this is a pretty. Uh, it's a really solid game. Uh, from what I've gotten to play of it so far, uh, I definitely will continue to play it. Um, it's something I'm gonna have to try to slot in over time. I want to get back to this and get further in. I want to figure out what's going on with the blonde lady. Um, so, yeah, there's a little bit of intrigue there. It's kind of interesting to know that it's not just with the Goron. She may actually be doing more in other places, too. So, Side note, did you like the short hair change? Yeah. I yeah. did, too. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy like you it. said that. Yeah, yeah I, I did like it. I, I did like that. So, um but yeah, I think I'm going to go with a 9.1 on this one. It's a pretty really solid game, man. It's definitely worth picking up. Um, uh, the I like the way they expanded a lot of the crafting stuff. Um, like not just like the ability to put things on your weapons or put items together, but like just the crafting as far as like cooking and elixirs go. The, the way that they didn't make it all just on having to go look that shit up every single time or having to remember it. Like it, the fact that it's now repeatable processes type stuff. That's, that's awesome. A little bit more user friendly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, sir, uh, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. I think has a slight relationship to this situation because as we talked about, Zelda doesn't really do sequels so much. Yeah, And I think if you're going to do a sequel, um, you know, and I could tie in some familiar things like, you know, Elder Scrolls puts out a new game and it's always, you know, the similarities are you start off as like a, you know, a prisoner or something, you know, and you're the chosen one of some sort, whether it's 
the Dragonborn or whatever, you know. Right. Uh, but you're always in a new map and a new world, but it's got the same elements. I and you know, I still love those games too. I I can understand, I can be empathetic towards people's, you know, like, oh, it's, you know, it's definitely not enough new, whatever. But, and that's especially for Zelda. But like I said, if it's not broke, don't fix it. They, I don't think they could have done a better job as a sequel. Um, sure, I guess they could have gave me a whole new map and a whole new thing. And I don't know how they would have made the storyline fit. But as storyline goes, and I'm a storyline junkie, uh, Character development junkie. I love that I'm getting more backstory. I think, and that's what I was going to say earlier. I think we're going to get more answers as this game continues um, about the actual backstory to Zelda Link in this pr- particular world. You know, yeah, this is a standalone, like they all are. These two right. are just a standalone stories. These two, um, but I think we're going to get a lot of answers and wrap this game up neatly. And I think that's great. So I'm going ten. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I I, ne- I I haven't went back and checked because we don't. We're lazy or I'm lazy and I don't record half the scores in our thing like I'm supposed to, but this might be my first 10. Yeah, I think so. And I don't know that we've ever nailed a 10 on this. Brandy's the first person I ever heard say a 10. Uh, yeah, I think so. She, her, she has no in between. She has no chill. Brandy has no chill. It's either a trash two, (laughs) never touching (laughs) it again, or yeah, it's a 10. It's perfect. (laughs) You know, like there's no in between. Um, but yeah, I'm going 10 on this, man. Yeah. I have been... And it it did not take long. Like I said, I had a few weird feelings at the beginning. The Zone Eye devices and stuff. And I was like, man, this is going to be a lot of work. I don't want to try to learn all this stuff and mess with this. And then I got past that about maybe two hours in. And I just, boom, the hook was in deep. Yeah. I was a fat, Hyrule, hearty bass caught on a hook. <laughs> uh, ready to play this game every chance I got. Yeah. So, let's talk about this beer. Yeah, it's been a pretty good beer. I'm glad I got a second. I did not bring my second in, and I like purposely did that. Yeah. And now I'm actually regretting it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've already read a little bit about the beer, so I'll just dive right into my score. Um, All right. And what can I tie in? I didn't do a metric on the game, but I want to do a metric on this just because of the game. Um... Oh, there's easy ones like Zonai charges and stuff, but that's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the Booble Frog. All right. Yeah. I'm going to say 8.1 Booble Frogs. All right. Out of 10. All right. That's, that's odd. We're, we're pretty close on this one. Uh, so I have, I have uh, 8.4 and I'm going to go with Marbled Rock Roasts. Oh yeah, uh, dude. Because... That's cool. I haven't got those yet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because if there's going to be a drug you're going to be addicted to, it might be this IPA. It's actually pretty decent. Um, I thought you were going to say it might be a marbled rock roast. I it might be a rock marbled rock roast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this, this IPA is actually pretty decent, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's just enough citrus. It's just a little bit bitter. You catch a little bit of that orange or tangerine peel flavor off of it. I'm I'm not catching a whole lot of the pineapple. That's like the one drawback and why it's not maybe higher than an eight point four. Like Same. it could it could be super, super solid if it had a little bit more pineapple in there. Like twenty five percent more pineapple. Yeah, just a like little a bit. Decent, just like, yeah, like yeah. I think a decent amount. Like a twenty five percent more pineapple. Because I don't taste it either. Yeah. Um it's and I think I was trying to figure this out. Is that bitterness dropping off as it warms up? Oh, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I, probably. I felt like as it warmed up a little bit, it actually helped that bitterness on the orange peel. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did uh, definitely feel like it wasn't as bitter as I got through most of that drink. Towards the end of the glass, it was really nice and smooth. There wasn't yeah. very any bitter uh, to it. So maybe this is one that you pour and let sit for a minute and you know come yeah. back and sip on. So Find that good in-between range. You don't have to have it ice cold, but you don't want it German room temp either. German beer room <laughs> yeah, temp either. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, yeah, so you want to you want to break into what's next time? Oh my gosh, I did not win it this time. Are you ready for this? Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, so guys, we're on episode fifty-one. Look, if you listen, if you check us out, if you could uh, comment an interest in a beer or a game, uh, Facebook uh, message us, whatever email, whatever you got to do to get a hold of us, reach out. Um, and then I'm, man, I'm going to let you clean this one up for me. Wherever you're listening to us at, please give us a rate review or subscribe. 
Perfect. That's exactly what I was looking for. <laughs> we may Glad have enough that. beer though to like keep us rolling uh, for like yeah. a good long while. I, yeah, I so, brought okay. back a haul. Dude, saying. yeah, and you got or you got to let me know what's going to be for the cast so I can see what I compare with it after we get past this next game because we will have Halloween you, stuff. But I, so I've got a bunch of October stuff. Oh, oh, I've got a did? few different. I I got a couple different October things. Uh, oh, in dude, there. I wish you'd have told me that. I'll stop looking for them then. Perfect. Um, so I've got an October fest for sure. So uh, so one from Live Oak Brewing October fest. Um, and then I believe I have at least one other in there, another German style beer. So. Good. Um, yeah, there's a couple in there that I've got uh, from around Texas area. I was down, yeah, spent uh, uh, about a week in Texas, all in the Dallas, Austin, and San Antonio areas. Which is awesome. Uh, visited uh, about every of uh, every of the top craft brewers in that area, which they have quite a few of the best craft brewers. Out That's there. awesome, dude. Yeah. Now I'm anxious. I gotta come visit you anyway because I gotta give you. I gotta give you the beer for next time because you drank yours already. Yeah, we're gonna throw that well, out there. <laughs> Which that's like so it's fair. I, like I don't blame I, you. I had one. Let's say let's let's put it this way. I had one, and then the other one got drank for me. So <laughs> I it was well, meant to have one. And, well, and this so is the beer I've been hold, we've been holding on to for a while. I didn't know we were ever gonna get to it. So that's no. Why I and had sadly, one. this is like the perfect pairing for it, based off just the artwork on the can, or yes. even like. They don't have much of a name for it. It just says like cosmic collaboration as I'm yeah, it's cosmic a little bit. Re- yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'll get into that, but yeah, it's like, uh, I mean, literally I'll, well, I'll get into it in a second, but let's, let's get to that. So, all right. You had this awesome trip to Texas. You got lots of beer. That's awesome. So I can stop looking for at least some October stuff. So if you have a recommendation for a scary game, anything guys reach out, please let us know. Yeah. Um, we appreciate all our fans, and I'm glad I nailed this at the last part of this episode to, to tell you the <laughs> live share review. Um, next time, following this blockbuster trend, because we have hit some big games lately. What? Yeah. Hogwarts Legacy, Diablo 4, Diablo 4 Zelda Tears Zelda. of the Kingdom. Yeah. Now we're going into Starfield, which if you pay attention at all, it has been hyped up so damn much. Yeah. And... I think it's going to be one of those games just from what I've played a little, made a character, got a little ways into it, and then backed off to focus on Zelda. Um, at first, just for for the episode reason, and then after that, it was because I just was so fascinated with Zelda, I didn't want to get off of it and yeah. then get lost in something else and never go back. So I was really trying to stick to Zelda for a little bit. Um, I think this game has enough freedom in it that it's going to have, I think it's going to have longevity. Oh, the arc yeah. at the beginning, the burst at the beginning may not have been what they wanted. May, maybe or may, well, I don't know. I'm really into the numbers. Maybe it's just doing as well as they were hoping. But yeah. I think it's a game like we've talked about Skyrim. Yeah. I think it's a game that's got some longevity behind it because of what you can do in the long game. So from what I've heard of it, like so far, there are so many varied paths you can take just straight out of the gate based on your primary attribute selections it is going to be almost infinitely replayable because your core attributes like dictate where you get your bonuses, whether you excel in space, whether you excel on the ground and on planets, you know, so this is, it's going to be probably one of the games we continue to talk about for a a long while again. Well, like I said, I'm special. Yeah, dude, that, <laughs> that, but that developer, I mean, that publisher, whatever, that's, they've, I don't know that they've made a game that I'm like, eh. Yeah. You know what I mean? They kind of I mean, hit me in a spot that I just really enjoy. Like, you know. There are some that you, I've definitely liked more than others, that's for sure. Like, there are some that stand out more than others. You know, you can say Skyrim was one that definitely stood out, right? Like, yeah. Uh, for me, New Vegas st- stood out among the Fallout crowd. Right, more than a few of the others, um, but like overall, I'm not going to turn down many of the Fallout games. I'm, I would definitely like turn down 76, but um, you know, most of the other stuff has been just exceptional. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it really is another world um, that you can go play in. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're gonna do that, and we're gonna take that collab- cosmic collaboration which is from colorado we from so it's a little bit older but it's a black ipa 
Yes. Which is, that's new to us other than you've had one. But I mean, other than that, like that, that was our first, right? Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was the first. And that was the reason why I finally decided to crack into that. I think maybe about a month ago or so, because I wasn't sure we were ever going to get to it. Yeah. I thought we actually had a different uh, drink for this one, but we did. Well, we talked about a few, and I did actually look at them. There's because because Boulevard has a couple different yeah. cosmic IPAs, or I say cosmic has some different space like space camper, yeah. yeah, space camper and Alpha space camper and whatever else that would would have been a good pairing too. Yeah, but this can the art uh, the graphic on this can has two astronauts literally with black IPAs and draft glasses. Yeah, uh, like holding them up. I mean, it just fits way too good. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, so next time we're going to do Starfield and that. All right. You got anything else to end this on? No, man. That sounds perfect. All right. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for episode 51. We do appreciate you. So if you like drinking. Or you like gaming. Join us next time on The Monologue.